You're listening to Flat 111, a Bournemouth University podcast. This is an unscripted, uncensored podcast series with three BU flatmates talking about their uni experiences. Hi, I'm Georgia. Hello, I'm Charlotte. Hi, I'm George. In this episode, we're going to be talking about parents and family. What's this one? So this one is parents slash family. Um, have you ever felt homesick and how did you deal with that? Um, shall I start? Mm-hmm. I've never felt homesick. Um, I don't, I quite enjoy the independence of being at uni and I miss some of my family and then obviously I prefer being away from home, I think. So I've never had to deal with that. Um, I have felt homesick just because I was used to my mum doing a lot for me and always having kind of people around. Um, And how do I deal with it? Well, obviously I had George with me, so he was a bit, kind of a bit of home with me. And then we also had other friends who were on the course with us from home. I think it was just getting used to living in a different place in a different area. And I think in the first year we were quite isolated from that just because we were just getting used to living in Bournemouth and cooking our own food and things like that. So it was kind of, a big change but once you kind of get involved and meet new people you kind of deal with that and look forward to going home as well I think that's a big part is planning when you're going to visit home and when people are going to come and visit you because then it gives you something to look forward to I think we're quite obviously quite lucky it's not really that far away but I couldn't imagine being like a international student from the other side of the world you can't just nip home for a day mm-hmm. must be terrifying being on the other side of the world I have I I think I felt more homesick when I'm actually sick. Like when I got the flu in first year, I was like on the phone to my mum and I'd just be like, just just talk to me because it was just like, I need some sort of comfort here. I felt like crap and I was just like, oh, okay, I need, need, I need my mummy. But um, I think feeling homesick like George, I feel like I enjoy the independence. And as much as I sort of like going home, I feel like I get bored at home very quickly because I don't have a job and I don't have my like, uni friends and I don't have my partner up there and stuff. I get bored after like three days and I'm like, okay, I want to come home. Because it's like when you go home, like your parents have jobs and your, your siblings have school and you're just at home sitting alone. You might as well be sitting in your flat and then I know that you could go out. I occasionally get homesick of uni. So when yeah. I'm at home, I miss uni. Yeah. I, I get really annoyed because I like, I like, all, like Charlotte, I like all my stuff in its place. When you go home, you're not allowed to just leave it there because you don't know who's going to use it and you're just like, no, I like my stuff out how I like it and just it's yours and you kind of like that. No, I don't, yeah, I'd probably get homesick for Bournemouth really. What have you done at uni that you wouldn't tell your mum and dad? My parents know everything. The first time I ever got drunk, um, which I thought was the funniest thing in the world because I'd had like two copper bags like the small bottles. So it was like fizzy pop, basically. And I ended up calling my stepdad and being like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry I'm drunk. And then to this day, he doesn't let me live it down. And every time like, I have a sip of alcohol, he's like, I'm so sorry, in the background. I think they know everything I've done. I think for me, I'm, I don't know, I kind of got it all out of my system before uni. I think there was probably more that I wouldn't tell my mum and dad between the, sort of the ages of 16 and 18, but nowadays it's relatively... My mum would have known the second I'd had 
alcohol or smoked anything, she would have been like, I know what you've done. She'd just be on it. Couldn't get away with anything. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done yeah. anything. It would be before uni and going to parties and things like that, more than at uni. It's quite interesting how some people that haven't done that before uni See, come to uni and go like, overboard with it. We had like a club in town um, back home called Cookies. And like you'd go in and you'd like, no one had fake IDs, no one was going to get in there. And then you like you go to Cookies now if you're back home and you're just like, this is awful. <laughs> Playing ABBA on the speakers and things like that. And you think it's really cool when you're a teenager thinking, I can't wait to go clubbing. You realise how much you may or may not like think, it. Yeah, for me, I had like such a tight group of friends back home that coming to uni without them, it's difficult to make friends. I don't know how people can rock up to a flat with new people and instantly make friends because... My friendships have been built over like 10 years, yeah. whereas it just feels so fake for people to like come and then find their best mates in a couple of weeks. No, I get that. I think, but I think everyone's, because they're all in the same boat, they're all like latching on to each other. And then like over time, you'll like start to lose some people or, you know, gain others because you sort of are more drawn towards their kind of personality and things like that. I do find it hard to sort of initially go in and be the confident one and make friends and it's not like because in um, my first year I got on with everyone in the flat I don't see them as much anymore but they're still my friends but because our personalities weren't exactly the same it was hard to sort of maintain it. It's like I can't imagine staying friends with many people from our course outside no. of uni. It's quite a, not a sad thought like, yeah. but like. No you'll keep in contact with those that you know feel are, are really close friends but it's a lot of you meet a lot of people at uni, you're not going to stay friends with all of them, otherwise you'd be exhausted. How often do you talk or see your family? I talk to my family every day. We FaceTime them every day? <laughs> yeah, we night, FaceTime we? them just because I like, just for like, it could either be 10 minutes or half an hour, depending on what we've done, just because we're quite close, quite a close family. So if I was at home, we would usually spend the evening sat together around the TV, like we still do that. So. I'll FaceTime my mum and dad and just tell them what I've done and what I'm doing the next day and that'll probably be it. So That's nice. Every time I FaceTime my family, they're like, what do you want? <laughs> you don't live here anymore. No idea. I like to FaceTime my mum when something big has happened. Like if I've got a grade back or I'm stressed about something and she'll kind of like walk or talk me through it, you know. So it's, it is quite nice. But um, no, they've all got their own lives going on. Mm, so it feels yeah. like... I only text my parents on occasion, but... Yeah. I'll try and sort of ring my grandparents once or twice a week. Yeah, I FaceTime my grandparents once a week, maybe. Just because they have an iPad now, so they think it's <laughs> really good. <laughs> I would FaceTime my grandma, but every time I FaceTime her, it's like, we have like a three-hour FaceTime and I can't yeah, it's do quite, it. It's just too long. Too long. It's quite a blurry picture of them, but <laughs> it will do. It's nice to catch up with them. Oh, how often do you see your family? I'd say once every three months because I tend to go home for Christmas. So if we come down in September, I'm usually home for December and a bit of January. And then yeah, I come. Easter. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. So then you've got about a few months and then you've got Easter and then you've got the summer. So it's kind of. Turn time, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, so it's just in the holidays. I just feel like there's no point in me going home for a weekend because, like, on a coach or a train, it's like four hours because I have to go through London. Or if I drive, it's like two and a half, three hours. So I'm just like. You know, they're, they're gonna, if I go home, they're not going to be there. We've They'll come home family, for dinner. Like, we'll come and visit us this year, haven't we? Like, yeah, we have, yeah. Come up and see Bournemouth. Yeah, it's good because obviously we have a room, like my room, where we, people can come and stay in it and without having to book a hotel yeah, and really stuff. Yeah, really nice and with that. 
Because um, you don't sleep in the bed. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's easy for them to come up for a couple of nights um, and stay there. So it's always nice showing them around as well. Like. Yeah, yeah it's take, nice. it makes you feel like, um, well, this is where I live now. Come and yeah. look at this lovely beach that I get to see every day. <laughs> so the rules are, which not everyone follows, I'd imagine, but you're allowed to have someone come and stay for two consecutive nights twice a month. So four nights in a month, and they sort of do it that way, and you sign them in and then they can come and stay. But a lot of people, I don't think they check the sign-in rotors. Yeah, unless, so like, unless you have flatmates that don't want your family or friends there, then I don't think anyone really cares. They don't notice, you know, because I think like Jake comes and stays for more than t two nights consecutively a month and stuff. But it's only if these guys made a complaint about him that he'd actually get told to leave. Mm. Yeah, it's different if they're like um, last year when they were on the sofas, sleeping on the sofas. And then you come in for your morning coffee yeah, and the because, lights come on and yeah. you're like, oh, who's that on our sofa? Yeah, because then it's kind of getting in the way of you going about your day because last year there was about four guys on our sofa and I just didn't want to walk in there in my pyjamas and make my breakfast because they were all like staring they at me. They moan at you. Yeah, yeah and yeah, it's like this is our flat we're paying for. Yeah, exactly. You so don't even go to Paul They used to switch <laughs> the lights off in our flat in second year. So then when I walked in, I was like, why is the lights not coming on? So then I'd like look around really and then there's just this person lying on the sofa. I'm like, oh, that's why the lights aren't coming on. You've switched them off because every time you turn over, the lights would come on and wake you up. But family-wise, there's never any, like, no. no problem. No. Are there any other good points about going to a uni located in a different town to your family? Yeah, obviously the like independence that can be gained. Yeah, I feel like because my stepbrother was very... We were a bit worried when he went off to uni because we thought he'd either thrive or he'd like not do as well with himself because he's not he's very reliant on his mum. Um, but he's done really well and it's because he's not used to just popping home every now and then. He's actually got to stay and do his own laundry and I think for some people that can be like a really good motivation to do it yourself and gain that sort of independence some to do your own need laundry. That sort of little push that maybe moving out of home. It can make you realise whether or not you're ready for it as well. If some people really struggle in their first year to stay away from home, maybe it's because they're just not ready to leave home yet. And I think being away from like family as well kind of impacts on my studying and how I go about doing work because I can sit in my room and it's quiet and I have a big desk, whereas at home I probably wouldn't have that and I would be more distracted to go and do things with my family at the weekend and watch telly and stuff like that. Whereas if I want to get on with something, I can just close the door and I can't hear anyone you else. You know, when you're in Bournemouth, you're there to yeah. study and, and do your own thing. Mm -hmm. You've been listening to Flat 111. Catch you in the next episode.